This is the 401 Podcast. Join Rhode Island sports journalist and basketball scribe Kevin McNamara with guests from the Ocean State sports scene and beyond. Now, here's your host, Kevin McNamara. Hello and welcome back to the 401 Podcast on Kevin Mac Sports. I'm your host, Kevin McNamara. Well, thanks for joining me on this edition of the 401. And wow, this has just been a wild week or so here in Rhode Island and on the college basketball scene. The coaching carousel is always huge news in these parts, really with any major job. But the spin that Providence College Friar fans took this time as Ed Cooley became Kim English was certainly quite a memorable ride. First, a little insight. I follow this program as closely as anyone, and I was I was pretty blindsided by this one. Truly. The Friars, after all, were cruising. 20-7 and record, 12-4 and in the Big East, after a home win over Villanova in mid-February at home. The fans left the amp that afternoon. There was zero inkling, in my mind, of a Cooley coaching change. And the Friars looked an awful lot like a five or maybe a six seed in the NCAA tournament. Well, Things changed. For one, let's look at this from Georgetown's point of view. The Hoyas' new legend, Patrick Ewing, was a dead man walking by that point of the season, right? They were prepared to buy out his contract, reportedly as much as $10 million. They also employed one of the leading search firms in the sports world to help find a new coach. You don't pay those search firms to operate in 24 hours or even a week. They do extensive searching. And there is now no doubt that Ed Cooley was the first name, or among the first, to rise to the top in that discussion. Well, after losing at UConn, which a lot of people lose at UConn, the Friars traveled to Georgetown and just killed the Hoyas on February the 26th. It was a Sunday afternoon. As the Friars walked off the floor, Ed Cooley was actually serenaded by a group of fans, We Want Cooley. That would be the Friars' final victory of the season. Losses to Xavier and Seton Hall came next, and those were the first home losses of the season. And boy, they opened all sorts of eyebrows. Akuli and the team were actually booed in the loss to Seton Hall, and you know that would be the coach's final experience at the Amp as the Providence coach. Another loss to UConn in the Big East tournament followed, but by then Ewing was let go, and Cooley's name had surfaced as legitimately interested in making the first interconference jump in Big East basketball coaching history. By that point, my antennas were way up, and I, I couldn't believe what I was hearing. I was hearing that Ed Cooley was going to listen to Georgetown. And I wrote that Georgetown felt it could get Cooley away from PC the day before the Friars received one of the final spots in the NCAA tournament field on Selection Sunday. That story was posted on Saturday. Cooley, he kind of shrugged off that report and said he was only focused on playing in the NCAs and game planning for Oscar Shibway in Kentucky. Well, he also didn't deny any interest. And clearly, by that point, either he or his attorney, Providence's Dennis Coleman, had given Georgetown the heads up that he would certainly talk to them at the end of PC season. Or, even worse, a tentative deal was already agreed upon. Don't know what the deal is there, but clearly the door was wide open. Anyways, the Friars were overwhelmed by Shibwe and, and Kentucky on a Friday night, and Rhode Island woke up Monday morning 
to the news that Cooley and his wife, Norris, had listed their home in East Greenwich for sale. What? Yet later that day, the real news became official. Cooley had resigned to take the Georgetown job. To the players that we left at Providence College, it was going to take a very, very special place for me to leave home. Home. And it is hard. Yet, purpose, change, time, purpose. There's a purpose for us to be here. It's the right time. And it was hard. I tell you, it was hard. 12 years at a school where you grew up, 12 years at a, at a place that you took from the bottom, 12 years to build a championship top 20 program year in and year out. And I owe it to all the former players, the GAs, the coaches, the administrators, Ken Sicard and Steve Napolillo, who was the athletic director there, Ken Sicard, who was the president. That was one of the hardest conversations I have had to talk about, talking about leaving to go to an interconference team. So if any of you can just sit in my skin for 48 hours and know how hard that was, it had to take a really special place. But they brought me to my baby. They had no idea that was the key. <laughs> that was the key to this whole deal. So to see Olivia smiling and she's going to graduate in May, and I, don't, I didn't even write that down. Right? When Cooley was introduced in D.C., it was equal parts preacher and hoop savant. It's an act that played so well in his hometown for 12 years and has now moved to Georgetown. But when he said this, he crossed the line with more than a few heartbroken PC fans. It was going to take a special place. And it is divine providence that I'm here. It's just meant to be, right? It's just, it's just that time, the change. I needed a change. But I wouldn't change unless the right place offered the opportunity. And it had to be a partnership and a marriage that would work. And I can see myself here for a really, really long time. Let's take a break from the 401 podcast and hear from our friends at Haxton's Liquors. Well, spring is here and it's always time for a big blowout bash. And there's only one place to go stock up. Go see my pals at Haxton's Liquors on Bald Hill Road in Warwick. Tim and Bob Haxton are always ready to serve you and have everything you need for that big party. All the top wines and spirits, plenty of beer, a huge selection of spiked seltzers, and all the mixtures. Haxton's is always ready for you to stop in and see the Haxton boys and their great staff. They do an excellent job with air filtration in their giant store. So swing by, say hello, and we're always thrilled that they are proud sponsors of Kevin Mack Sports. Welcome back to the 401 Podcast. Now, did Cooley list his home knowing he had a job offer to bounce in his back pocket? I'm not convinced of that. He and his wife have owned a condo in downtown Providence for a few years now and wanted to sell the East Greenwich home several months ago, if not a year ago. But the timing and optics here to list it the day that you leave a job were just awful. Now, how will Cooley be received when he returns to the AMP with his Hoyas next year or the year after or the year after that? Or when he's seen on the streets he grew up on? We shall see. His legacy at Providence should be a special one. 12 years of success, 12 years of winning, elevating this program from the bottom of the Big East to a Big East championship. But there are a lot of bruised hearts and egos surrounding this move. Now, at PC, Athletic Director Steve Napolillo, first year Athletic Director Steve Napolillo, by the way, wasn't liking the vibes his coach was throwing 
over the last few weeks. He asked a few friends in the basketball world, including ex-Big East Commissioner Mike Trangizi, the Celtics' Rich Gotham, and NBA analyst Doris Burke, about a few possibilities that should be on his shortlist in case Cooley did, in fact, leave. That planning paid off in the hiring of Kim English. His hiring was certainly a whirlwind, and he basically came to Providence to meet with school president Father Ken Sicard and Napolillo, and also see PC's athletic facilities all in one crazy day. As a first-year AD, to put myself in a position that I have a you know family I have to take care of, if I wasn't ready and saw smoke signs, this could be a lot different conversation. So that's where, for me, is when I talk to people, is I understand the business, but I really thought at the Big East we had something different. So when we got in that room, we looked at each other as colleagues, we had respect, we had integrity, and that we treated a different way. And that's been completely thrown off the door. Now, what makes English tick? And why did he rise to the top of the Friars list? Well, for one thing, recruiting. You, you work at it. You, you do it every day. You're relentless. You, 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 you create lasting and meaningful relationships with kids, with families, with coaches. And um, it's what we've always done, you know, at, 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 at Tulsa, at Colorado, at Tennessee, and, and you know, at, at Mason. And, and we'll, we'll continue to do it um, at, at Providence. It helps. Like I said, it helps when you have, you know, the toys that Providence has, you know, that facility. Yeah, you know, I wanted to commit. So I wanted to turn back the time, the, the hands of time. I wanted to go back to Baltimore, whatever my recruitment. Like if, if I would have walked in that gym as a high school senior, whatever. I don't remember what I was ranked on rivals, but you know, I would have went there, you know, because that's that that's it, it's, it's the best of the best, you know. So um I'm I'm really excited. We're going to be involved with, we're going to identify, be involved with, recruit, and sign really, really high-level uh, student-athletes. Yeah, you mentioned staff. Uh, we're familiar with Dennis Felton. Can, can you confirm any guys coming? That's A. And B, where can you recruit for Providence? You mentioned some of the places you've been. They're not in the Northeast. They've usually been a Northeast-based place. Is this maybe, should we be surprised if we see some recruits from, you know, down south or or Texas? We recruit the globe, you know, you know, obviously we know basketball in New England, especially prep school basketball, you know, is great. And Rhode Island basketball, you know, I, I coached Tyler Kolek for like eight days when I got to, to Mason. So it's, it's, a, it's great players in the, the state of Rhode Island. You know, we want to find and know, you know, New York City, not far. So we're going to recruit everywhere. We're going to, you know, turn over every rock, um, Kevin. So. Um, You'll see. You'll kind of see as this thing goes. We're not we're not tied to a specific place or region. Wherever there's a good player, that's where we'll go. Um, you know, I, 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 um, I can confirm um, Dennis Felton will be, you know, after his 29 year hiatus, making his his way back to uh, to Providence. It's ironic. The last time, maybe I think I can say this. Yeah, the last time Coach Felton was associated with Providence was, you know, when they, well, I guess the last time he was on the garden court was when they won the Big East tournament in 94, was it? Was it 94? 94, yeah. And tonight 
you know, Coach Barnes is, is playing on the Garden floor tonight in, in the Sweet 16. English was an elite player at Missouri. He was drafted by the Detroit Pistons, played one year in the NBA, and then played a bit in Europe before he got the coaching bug and joined Frank Haith at the University of Tulsa. As a matter of fact, Haith coached him at Missouri, and he said while Kim was over in Europe, he would often do scouting reports of future opponents of the coach, who he obviously is very, very close with. So he certainly had that, that coaching bug. When I first got into coaching, um, I was at an event in, uh, in, in, in New York, in Brooklyn, and Shaka Smart's been a friend since I was a player in college. He came and sat next to me and he said, so what do you want to do with this thing? And I looked him right in the eyes and I said, I, I, I want to win national championships as a, as a head coach. And he said, right answer. Like, you know, I've talked about this before. A lot of young coaches, a lot of assistant coaches say they want to be a head coach. That was never my goal. You know, I, I want to be at a place where we can consistently compete for conference and national championships. And um, simply put, Providence is that place. When I got off the plane yesterday and I got to campus and I seen the facility, you know, and, and, and you know, I've obviously seen the, the talent of the players that are already there, you know, but when I got to talk to to Steve when I got to speak with Father Sicard, you know, it, it made it clear as day to me that this is the place that I wanted to be. And I'm incredibly uh thankful and honored and and really, really, really fired up and excited to to get to work. You know, Providence is a great job and it's in great shape. The the foundation is laid. There's an incredibly high standard that we will continue to meet. And our challenge is that we want to elevate it. You know, and we will. Much of what Kim English knew about the Providence job came from former head coach Rick Barnes. The two worked together at Tennessee, and Kim English remembers Coach Barnes speaking fondly of his time in Providence. Uh, he's talked about it, about Providence, you know, long before this job came available. You know, he's always talked about the Big East and the battles. And uh, it's, 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 it's what I've always wanted. You know, this day in, in this day and age in college basketball, if you, if you want to, you know, win the big trophy, you have to be in the big dance, you know, and at the mid-major level, it's, it's, it's getting increasingly harder and harder to get to the big dance. So this gives us an opportunity. If we are competing for big East championships, we're going to be in the show. We're going to be in the show. And the Providence College that Rick Barnes coached at, you know, it, it's it's not the Providence College today. You know, I think it's the best fan base in the Big East. I think it's the best home court advantage in the Big East. And the Ruane Development Center, I believe, is the best basketball facility in the country. I've been to all 30 NBA teams facilities, the Sixers and Trenton or Camden have the newest and ours is better, you know, so it's, it's, it's players are going to love it. And, um, and lastly, you know, when coach Barnes talked about Steve and, and when I got to talk to Steve, I mean, it was an instant connection, his energy, his positivity, uh, his purpose, his passion, um, we're really aligned. And then when I got to Providence yesterday and I got to sit there at a dinner table and, and, and see the leader of, of our institution, 
Father Sicard and the leader of the athletic department, they are they are locked in with each other. And 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 one thing Coach Barnes has always told me is the most important thing about any job is 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 who you work for. And um I got just really, really, really excited um when I got to learn more about uh, father and Steve. Well, English clearly has a ton of work to do. Coaching changes in the Big East can devastate a roster, and he's trying to retain as many Friars, current Friars, as possible, and then hit the recruiting trail to fill out his roster. Certainly an awful lot of work ahead of him. English will be introduced Wednesday on campus, as he says he's excited to meet Friar fans, and certainly sounds excited even to start playing games right away. I wish him well, and we will definitely have Kim English on a future edition of the 401 podcast. Make sure to catch my radio show, the Kevin Mack Sports Hour, every night on 790 The Score and WPRO from 5 to 7 p.m. We are the only media outlet in the Rhode Island area, maybe all of New England, that talks college basketball on a regular basis. If you don't live in Rhode Island, you can stream the show or tell your Alexa to find 790 The Score or WPRO right here in Providence. Well, that's it for this week's 401 podcast. Appreciate everybody uh, checking in as always. And thanks as always to producer extraordinaire Kevin Collins and to my friends at Haxton's Liquors. The 401 podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Buzzsprout. Subscribe on whatever platform you enjoy most. And shoot us a like and look for the next edition of the 401 podcast with Kevin McNamara. Thanks for listening to the 401 Podcast with Kevin McNamara. Get the 411 on the sports scene in the 401 by subscribing to the 401 Podcast from KevinMacSports.com.